All right. That was a good New- sigh. That was a good sigh, and that's a good way to start this episode, is a sighing at the audience and not knowing how to do a cold open. I think that yeah. they, they love that shit. Okay. They go kind of fucking wild for that. If they they start an episode, they don't hear the the people that they're interesting interested in hearing their conversation go, ah. Yeah, another one of these. Oh, <sighs> brother, I gotta t- entertain these jack wagons again. Yeah. They just Rick. expect us to go on mic for 30 to 45 minutes a week and talk about bad ideas for free. On Michael? On Michael? On God? On Cap? On Michael? On Cap? On Michael? It's just this dude named Michael wearing a hat, and he's who we talk about all the time. On Michael, the the Cap guy, who's a god in his circles. He's just really yes. cool, and his friends really like him. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the yeah, friend group thing you just you determine that guy's god yeah we yo, like this, that guy enough that guy's god he's yo, cool this this uh cap mike guy he's basically god have you ever seen uh what we do in the shadows the movie yes yeah it's like stew in that movie yeah, it's He's been just a that while. normal guy they bring into the friend group yeah. of vampires and they're all like yeah stew yeah <laughs> it's, it's like that, that he's god Right, yeah. He's on God. Let's just get this episode started. Yeah, let's get it going. What's my vibe today? What's my vibe? Why am I like football? Because you have a football background. Yeah, I have a football background. That's for the next week's episode. I just, my room's a mess. (laughs) My room's a mess. And I didn't want to have like even a blur of it. So I was like, oh, let me make it like a football thing. Because that's what, spoiler alert, next week's going to be about football. I cannot for- wait to do the ending bit for that one. It's going to yeah. be really fitting. It's going to be r- really fitting. Um, but yeah, freaking Hank, how are you doing? Why? What's going on? My brain is in scrambles today. Yeah, it is. It is in scrambles. You know what? I'll ask a question. Were you there when I was talking about how I watched the movie Storks on Netflix? No. So, all right. I found it really interesting. Storks is actually one of the most watched movies on Netflix recently, which is weird because it released like a few years ago. It's not a new movie right. by any means. That's it's an animated, animated film. Movie. Yeah. yeah, it didn't do super well or it wasn't like super culturally relevant or anything. It just kind of existed and then didn't exist. And now it's on Netflix and people are watching it. But I watched it because I'd seen trailers for it. I went that animation style looks interesting and then didn't watch it because the story didn't look that interesting. But that movie is really tough one for me because the first act was really fun because it was just insane. Okay. utter insanity pretty incoherent but like in enough of a way that it was fun right and then by the time that it got to the third act and it was trying to ask us to be emotionally invested in this insanity it did not work anymore because nothing made sense here's the right. main issue i had with it okay all of the stories hinge around the fact that storks no longer deliver babies instead they are basically amazon drones and deliver packages Wait, is that what? the entire movie? It's, it's that's like the, that. the, the the inciting, like the plot is that they don't deliver babies anymore. One of them wants to deliver a baby for like a reason that takes way too long to set up. But what they like don't determine, despite the fact that it still has a lot of bearing on the plot, is how the fuck are babies born if the storks aren't <laughs> delivering them? Did humans just now start fucking? Like, like what, when Am- like, oh, Storks, Amazon, Amazon was founded, 
Yeah, like, like they actually show that how it works is like a human will send a letter to the stores company and that letter becomes the baby that they deliver. Wow. But then they stop delivering babies, but there's still children that have been born after that time period. So it's not like kids stopped being born. So did humans just now start fucking? You that can't... should be that should be part of the story because that'd be so funny if the storks are like, yo, the humans, they might not even need us anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, why? It's like, I don't even want to get into it. Because <laughs> then like spoilers at the end, they start delivering babies again. So did they stop fucking again? <laughs> what are the rules? You got to give us something here. Man, what so, if it's like, what if it's like, man, we're the, the I don't know if this is a, a, a real thing, but some people say like the earth's getting too overpopulated. So maybe mm -hmm. they're going that route and being Stor like, hey, stores were just like, you guys are going too crazy. Stop too much. We need, too to, much we need to dial it back a little bit. All right. Also, how did humans make babies before postage existed before the mail system existed? True. Did they were send they, like chiseled I, stone? to the stork stone tablet and then the stork carved it into a baby like uh, you know i could imagine like a stone tablet that's carved turning into a caveman i could see like that the equivalency if like if a st if rocks turned into a human it would be a caveman you know what i mean that actually does make sense it makes a lot of sense but so they didn't determine out. that that's our idea yeah. They didn't set up the rules the there. The fact that that's not in the movie makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> Where, yeah, like, they really should have been specific with the rules because they just kind of start it and they're like, storks don't deliver babies anymore. They deliver boxes. And it's like, okay. And then they don't touch it. They don't. They just make the CEO that made the company change, like, the villain. This it is does insane. not make sense. It is, it, no. is, it is wild. So I don't recommend watching the movie because by the end, you're just kind of sitting there like, I... What? <laughs> and today's what? episode's all about storks, right? No, no it's not. It's it's about uh, um, Mars orbiters. Hey, this welcome, has to no no <laughs> welcome to No Good Ideas. Welcome to No Good Ideas, where we talk about all sorts of bad ideas throughout history. P pop culture, uh, we're going to cover it all. I'm Hank Farr. Oh, I'm Brad. I thought you were going to introduce me, but that's fine. Yeah, no, I'm giving you, it was a, I'm letting, I'm not carrying all the weight here. You know yeah. who you are. Yeah, I know. You, can, you know who I am. You can do a little <laughs> bit of the work here and introduce yourself. I'm so nah. exhausted from carrying this. I'm not going to say that. Uh, Bradley definitely does almost all the work on this podcast. Uh, uh, <laughs> behind the scenes, maybe. But as if parent from this episode, it's all you, baby. I ain't Alrighty. doing nothing. <laughs> Alrighty. Since you're not doing shit, I'll get to storytelling because apparently okay. I have to do this today. It's August 21st, 1993. My birthday. It's your Be birthday. Before. That, yeah. That it's, I was it's, born. It's your pre-birthday. Yeah. Did, did you know they actually had a celebration every day for Bradley will be born today in Chick's Watch? Five years. Yeah, it, it's it's been going on. Yeah, uh, you they know, were ready for you it. You know, BC. It was Bradley Christ. It was, it was before. Come on, let's get Brad out here now. 
So, you didn't use the B for Bradley? I'm utterly confounded well, by that logic. But, <laughs> because it was before There's that. There's a B! You use it for Bradley! Come on with something else with a C! But we have to say that it was before Bradley was out here. So what we're going to do... There's got to be like, a synonym for before that starts with C. I'm going to go to thesaurus.com and right now. Okay. I'm going to fuck... I'm searching... I'm writing before... And it's going to come up with something that starts with C. Brad can't be here because he isn't born yet. That's well, it. fuck. There is nothing that starts with C. <laughs> it's actually, it's Brad can't be here because he, he ain't born yet. There you go. There you go. That works better. We There you go. And that's... I, I'll uh, accept that answer. Continue. <laughs> so it's my birthday. So, yeah, it is, it is your pre-birthday in 1993. The Mars Geoscience and Climatology Orbiter is orbiting, guess what? Mars. Whoa. It had been launched on September 25th, 1998. Also That's my birthday. That's my birthday. Really? Yeah. Yeah. All the significant oh dates involved with this orbiter are our birthdays. Isn't that crazy? I keep thinking your birthday is in October, but now I'm remembering it's in September. Yep. yep. I, I'm sorry. I'm a great friend, but <laughs> for some reason, did you have like a it. different, did you have a different birthday on your Facebook for a long time? Yes. I think that still is why. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's awesome. That is why. Um, so this eight hundred thirteen million dollar project was built to determine the elemental and mean, mineralogical big words. Sorry, I can't do it. Uh, makeup of Mars's surface, define its topography and gravitational field, and learn about its seasonal cycles and atmosphere. Uh, however, at eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time on August twenty first, nineteen ninety three, all communication is lost with the orbiter. Oh, no. We don't know where it is now. It might have flown off and is now orbiting the sun, or it might have gone into Mars orbit and burned up. Still. Uh, yeah, it's it's toast. It's wow. gone. An investigation later determined that the likely cause of the communications loss was caused by a rupture in the fuel pressurization tank. Okay. So, let's cut to a few years later. Uh, this orbiter was lost. And the cost of the upcoming International Space Station was also rising. So we just lost 18, 18 to 13 million dollars off into space. They, they could have given that 813 million dollars to me. Just as useful. Yeah. Can you imagine how cool of a freaking Lego thing I could build with that? Dude, that would be everything. You'd yeah, build yeah, everything. This would be everything if they right. just gave me like what nasa should do is go like okay we're working on a 460 million dollar orbiter but it might crash let's give it to hank yeah you'd build an encyclopedia of everything it's actually a pretty great idea that'd be pretty it, radical yeah just build every single thing in like an encyclopedia that sounds like fun you um, got connections do it <laughs> i've got connections i'm connected in that space yeah so um this orbiter is launched by NASA in 1998, December 1998. So a little bit, you and I now exist by the time that it is launched. Unfortunately. Um, oh, wait, I skipped I skipped ahead in the story. I'm an idiot. Sorry. What? 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 I skipped, what? Ahead. <laughs> I, 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 I skipped ahead in the story. I skipped ahead in my notes by accident. Oh, no. Read a couple lines ahead. My bad. Um, so it's, 19, it's the 1990s that, yeah, they, they lost this orbiter. And NASA is facing cost pressure due to losing this and the uh, expensive International Space Station. Uh, the Clinton administration is pressuring them to make some lower cost uh, things. Mm -hmm. Kind of try to lower the cost a little bit of some of their other operations. So they begin developing smaller spacecraft and research craft to do their research work. 
one of these objectives is to continue the research that they were trying to do on Mars's surface and atmosphere. So they developed the Mars Climate Orbiter. Very similar to Mars Geoscience Climatology Orbiter because it's the same goal. Uh, but this is a much smaller orbiter that is designed to orbit Mars on an elliptical orbit. And uh, while it can do its own research, that's okay. That sounds like I'm a Facebook user. Do your own research. It's capable of research. Sure, it, it, it believes in QAnon, but yeah. So. <laughs> this, this vessel believed in QAnon before. It was cool. It knew about the swamp. Um, so it, it's got research equipment, but it's a big part of its purpose is that it is a um, communications satellite with the Mars Polar Lander, which is a lander on the surface that is studying the uh, makeup of Mars' surface. So the Mars Climate Orbiter is launched December 11th, 1998, as I mentioned earlier. And uh, because it has to be smaller and lower cost, it's actually designed to be asymmetrical. It only has one solar panel instead of where there might have been two, like with a lot of spacecraft, you see, you see they have two symmetrical ones. Right. It just has one, which means that it's subject to rotational force by solar winds hitting the solar panel and causing it to spin. As we all now continue. I mean, I think... I mean, Star it, Wars, Count Dooku has has a spaceship that has a sail that uses solar winds, and that's not real, but solar winds exist, and they make things move. I think we all know this. We all know about solar winds. I think we're all okay. experts in this field, and we're, we're all experts. Everything you're saying, I'm like, yeah, of course. Of course we all know this. Yeah, yeah, I'm duh. In, everybody yeah. knows this. Everybody yeah. knows this. Especially me. Especially you, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you could say all this, just keep going, but I'll be like, yeah, I know this. <laughs> so, they need a way to design it so that it can correct its own trajectory and rotation because of the fact that it can be caused to rotate by solar winds. Right. So, um, and this is where some of these things that I'm about to tell you, I don't even understand, but you can get the idea of what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, apparently, this thing could be course corrected by onboard wheels. I don't know how that works because there's no ground for it to to put its wheels on. It well, is in space. Just land on a, just go a little, keep going a down detour, until it finds something. Stop, stop at the gas station over on the yeah. asteroid belt. Just a quick mm -hmm. pause. I mean, maybe, maybe it's something to do with like centrifugal force or something. Uh, I don't know. I just know that it has wheels that are used to kind of correct the, the rotation. But these wheels need to be desaturated. I also don't know what that means. It means uh, it, they're, like, not as colorful. <laughs> they need, the wheels need to be color corrected. The wheels yeah. do the course correcting, but they need to be color corrected to make sure they're not too, uh, yeah, they, they don't have the exposure way up or something. Yeah. They um, need to be balanced. Yeah, White color balanced. balanced. Yeah. Or That's... color balanced. <laughs> no good ideas. We'll be right back. Yeah, so it's got wheels. And these wheels need to be desaturated. These wheels are desaturated using thrusters, onboard thrusters on the thing. How thrusters desaturate wheels and why that's important, I don't fucking know. Well, but of course it's I important. know, but I'm not going to tell you. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you're yeah. an expert in this. I forgot. Yeah, I'm an expert. Why would I have to tell you? So, they've got these thrusters that desaturate the wheels, which help with the course correction of the vehicle. Um, NASA has developed all of the calculations for these burns. 
uh, with metrics commonly used within the scientific community. Newtons of force per second, which is done in the metric system. You might be starting to recognize where the story is going, because many of you have heard this story before. I haven't, but let's hear. I think you have. I think you, I think you know what I'm talking about by the end of this. The um, only space story I know is the one with the pencil and the Russians would be like, the U.S. designed this crazy pen. Which is no, also it, a stupid story. It is I can dumb and that. not, it's I, not true. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. stupid, fake, and uh, sucks. And I hate when people say that story. The Russian use a pencil. Graphite can disrupt space equipment. And so if it, yeah. it could break off and go and cause an explosion or something. So I guess if the Russians wanted to get uh, detonated in space, sure, they can use a stupid pencil. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, um, NASA is calculating the force of these thrusters with newtons of force per second. However, the contractor, Lockheed Martin, that has the ground computer that's managing and calculating these uh, thruster burns, is doing them in pounds of force per second. <laughs> They're doing it in Imperial system. Whoops. So this is a commonly told story about how there was a uh, NASA spacecraft. And no, it's it's told wrong. I've heard it told where NASA um, like was collaborating with the Europeans on developing a spacecraft and they were conflicting on using Imperial and um, metric systems. And because they were using both, some calculations were off and it sent it flying off into space. That's not how this went. This was actually all in... In the U.S. This was internal. This was not like a country's thing. Um, Imperial units were still widely used within the launch uh, systems industry. And so Lockheed Martin was managing this in Imperial. And because of this, uh, one pound of force per second equals 4.45 newtons of force per second. Or... In that because this is one of the parts I don't have written down. Uh, f- here I go. I'm uh, Googling something. I, I will say uh, you did freeze there for a second. So you immediately, when you started like fact checking yourself, you just went. <laughs> <laughs> Which I will be leaving in the podcast because I think is very funny. Anyway, oh, continue. Oh, no. Yeah, my, uh, I'm having weird freezing with today's Discord. I might want to uh, restart my computer after this episode. All right, that's good. Um, just just to be safe. So, let me make sure I've got that right. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's yes, one pound of force equals four point four four newtons of force per second. And so, because it's being calculated, the uh, it's like the file storage or something on board on this ground computer. We're calculating it in pounds or storing it in pounds. They're undershooting the amount of force needed by a factor of four point four five. So yep. it's. They're using That's, way less force than they yeah. need to be. And so because of this, they're having to correct way more than they were expecting to have to. And like something's up. Stuff gets offset because of the fact that there's very clear, there's very big issues with the um, systems at play here. And eventually, as the orbiter is approaching Mars's orbit, um, the NASA is starting to notice that something is off. But basically, by the time that it is arriving at Mars's orbit, it is too late for them to really correct what they were trying to do. So they're not even able to, they, they didn't actually know exactly where the orbiter was at that point. 
Like they they kind of lost track of its exact position. So they en- didn't end up even doing any thruster burns to try and recorrect it by the time it reached uh, Mars's atmosphere. And so uh, it ends up going into orbit. So it was like it's, it was still close enough. It didn't just launch into space like super far away and entirely missed Mars. It actually made it to Mars's orbit. But um, when it hit its orbit, it goes around behind Mars where they lost radio contact, and then they wait twenty minutes waiting for it to come back around, and they never heard from it again. Aww. So, what ended up actually happening was it, with later calculations, figured out where it was and determined that the lander actually went way, way below uh, the threshold for, like, where you burn up in the atmosphere on Mars. Mm -hmm. So, it probably actually violently skipped off of the denser surface of Mars and either burned up, just got destroyed, or skipped off into heliocentric orbit, off into space. And then it kind of becomes true that it flew off into space and was never to be found again. Uh, but, so, in the aftermath of this, they've lost two Mars orbiters now. Um, but they're going to the try problems. again, right? Damn right they did. And yeah. this time they learned from their mistakes. So, Lockheed Martin was actually not like held responsible or blamed for what ended up happening with this orbit. wild. Um, it was it, NASA basically attributed it to communications issues and uh, faulty training in training okay. people to be using the right u- unit. So this sort of took responsibility for it. They didn't say like their fault. These guys suck. They used Imperial. These guys are stupid. We use metric and we're cooler. They were like, hey, it was a lack of communication. And so because of this, this actually was an important learning thing for NASA working with contractors, other countries, et cetera, to make sure that everybody's always using the same metrics for measurements so that you don't lose your landers off in space or get them uh, absolutely frickin' torched in Mars's orbit. That's a scientific so, term, right? Frickin' torched? Yeah, yeah. They, they use mm-hmm. That's actually... Um, that's actually a unit of measurement. It goes like like there's a few of them. They're like a little burned, kind of toasty, um, nicely cooked to frickin' torched is like the, the highest scientific measurement mm-hmm. for like how burned up something gets. If you see a bunch of scientists in a room and they're all wearing sunglasses, you're like, oh no, it's something someone just got frickin' torched. Someone <laughs> got frickin' torched by the boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now they all gotta put their put on their NASA sun sungies. That's my new term for sunglasses I just made up. Sungies? Sungi, Sungi's nuts. Got him. Fuck. That was a horrible mistake. I should never have come up with that term. Oh, we lost the camera. No, I just turned it off. What? Because I'm done. That's me for the episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Football! Yeah. Um, Football and back. That was a... (laughs) That was a joke that I thought was going to be funny, but now realizing it's going to make editing this podcast a lot harder. So that's awesome. Uh, Have fun. Yeah. Um, So that is the story of how a uh, units of measurement difference launched a NASA spacecraft off into space or burned up in the Mars atmosphere. The real story. Not the kind of anecdote anecdote that I've heard a few times from a few different sources that it was like something about the U.S. or in Europe and like the U.S. is dumb because they use Imperial and actually Europe's pretty cool because they use metric. NASA uses metric because that's what scientists use. But yeah. um, some other people in the U.S. were using Imperial because it's what we use right here. Same with the U.K. Yeah. And 
that's the true story. And that is why not having good communication over which units of measurement you're using in your scientific project, especially if you're launching a super expensive thing off into space, is probably a bad idea. So the real, the real bad idea is the friends we couldn't communicate with along the way. And that friend being the uh, Mars climate orbiter. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. Wow. So, yeah, not a super, like, funny story. It's very, sci- it's very you know, science words and, oh, the thrusters and the wheels somehow got no, offset. No, but that's super interesting because I literally have never heard that story before. Really? I've heard it yeah. from a bunch of... Uh, that, that one's a similar one to the whole, like, Russia just used a pencil one where you'll see yeah. it, like, posted on, like, Reddit and shit. And I remember people are, like, growing you know, up, I'd go to, like, a gag shop. Not the one where we're from, but in a different city. Whenever we go there, we always go there. And they would sell the Russian space pen, and it was just a, a pencil. Yeah, yeah. And as a little kid, when you don't know the full story, you're like that's hilarious. And yeah, then oh, you got him, got, got him, freaking they kicked our asses once again. Yeah, nah, Damn. yeah, nope. not a Bad. true story. So yeah, I mean, there's so many, so many anecdotes, and I like, I don't want to like make it sound like I'm saying like, oh, any story that's saying that like Americans miscalculated something in space is wrong. That's not my point here. It's just mm-hmm. like these two anecdotes that I've heard quite frequently are pretty range from blatantly incorrect with the Russian pencil one to kind of, you know, oversimplifying and twisting the nature of the story and the nature of the error a little bit. So what you're saying is do your own research, right? Yeah, exactly. Do your own research. But the only valid source for research is Facebook. Yeah. You need to understand that anything you see outside of Facebook lying to you. If you see any source that ends with .edu or .gov, Burn it in the trash. Yeah, EDU stands Burn for... Burn it in the trash. E, uh, EDU stands for Eat Dicks University. Yeah, got him. Take and, that. Uh, Higher and, education. Uh, dot, what was the other one? Gov. Dot gov. Uh, help me out here. I'm blanking on, a, on an acronym dot, for dot gov. Get out. Vertigo, the movie uh, from... from Alfred Hitchcock. Hank, what's Wowzers. your good or bad idea of the week? <laughs> Wowzers. <laughs> this has been a bad episode for me. I'm apologizing. This has been rough. Yeah. This has been rough. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, should we just so, go into good idea, bad idea of the week I now? think we should. I think we should call All it right. here. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. Um, I accidentally burned my first bad idea in the the cold open, which was watching storks. <laughs> that oh, movie's yeah. a mess. Yeah, that 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 was. Remember that. Remember when we had hopes for this episode. <laughs> remember when we thought we'd fault. accomplish something. I'm sorry, here? it's all yeah, my it's fault. All, the vibes have been crashed and burned into the ground. The dude even turned his camera off, which will like screw up the editing. <laughs> yeah, the the vibe I bring to podcasting is it, that girl is poison. You're, are you expecting me to understand a song <laughs> reference, Bradley? Did you just predicate a joke on me understanding a song reference, you fucking idiot? Come on. Anyway, what's your I don't good know what or you're bad quoting. with a good or bad idea that's not storks? Oh, you're gonna make me come up with another oh, one. Oh, do you, if it, if that was your good or bad idea, you can you can take yeah, that. yeah, that that was my bad idea, but I kind of I I I, I freaking torched it in the beginning, in in service of creating a cold open. All right. That was kind of that was kind of a, a fung up. Um, 
So what about you? What's your good or bad idea today? I am going to take the story. You know, I'm going to save that for next week. My good idea of the week is the MagSafe feature on iPhones. Have you ever, do you have an iPhone that is like 12 or above? Uh, I believe mine's an 11. Okay, you got one of those. I'm doing a lot of raspberries today. <laughs> they can't do it well. Um, but yeah, so every iPhone 12 and up uh, has something called MagSafe, uh, hmm. where you can attach things magnetically to the back of your phone. So I got a little pop socket here. I love pop sockets, but the one thing that bums me out about them is once they're on there, it's hard to take them off. Yeah, they ruin your phone case or phone. Right. But you just kind of put it on there and it's like, oh, wow, that's really stable. Yeah, it's really stable. I even huh. have one that's like a, like a battery pack that you can put on. Whoa. Then, Does it charge yeah, it wirelessly? It's charging. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I got those for Christmas. Um, that's cool. And even this one is like, it's really hard to take off. And yeah, I have not had like a battery charge under like 80% in the past few days, just between that's impressive. having this. Yeah, that's really good. It's really My good. I've got an iPhone 14 and I'm jealous. Whoa. Yeah, I want one. Pro? She's been she's been working with. Yeah, she got like the, the big one. Whoa. Okay. Big iPhone. Wow. Yeah, she's been working with like a, I think an iPhone 10 and it's been causing all sorts of problems recently. Yeah. Yeah. iPhone X. Ew. That's for old people. Oh, More wait. Like iPhone eggs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This iPhone is full of eggs. I will say that was my last iPhone before I have the 12 now. And uh, yeah, it's getting to the point where if you have an iPhone 10, you gotta, you gotta upgrade, bud. Yeah, I'm probably, I mean, as, as I said, I have an 11, so I'm kind of, I'm You're on, next. I'm on the line. I'm next. I'm next with Apple's uh, little, little, we're going to make that stop working now. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to, we're not going to work anymore. We're going to pull a little prank on you. Okay, sweaty. You're done. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sweaty? All right. Uh... <laughs> it's like sweetie, but. But gross. sweaty? Yeah. I've just never yeah. heard that. I like that. Calling people oh, sweaty. Like yeah. Yeah. It's generally, generally, I see that being used in like, you know, Overwatch. You call someone sweaty because they're playing too hard. Uh, Got into a real, real flame war in Overwatch today. Whoa. I was, really? I was playing with a friend of mine and <laughs> it was, there was this, just this guy that, you know, he, he's in a low rank. Like, I'm not good at that game. I'm not good at that game at all. I suck at that game. Mm -hmm. And we're playing it. And I'm ranked low with people that are also not good at the game. There's some dude in this lobby that is like way better than everybody else here. And he, you know, he's wiping the floor with people. And he keeps going in chat being like, I'm so good. You guys, look, 45 kills and two deaths. You guys are like, he's, he's being just One annoying. And so, yeah. yeah. And so my friend's just like, you'd like hit, hit him. I forget what my friend said, but I, I, all I said was like, I was like, Dude, and this guy's name, it was like Simon something was his username. I was like, dude, I need to hang out with you outside of this game. I, I gotta hang, you seem super cool. You gotta <laughs> hang out with me. Please send me a friend request. Like, like, so every time we do that, I'd be like, please send me a friend request. <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> I was having Let me fun get your autograph. It. Let me get your autograph. Let me get your autograph. Like, basically, I, I was, I was like, <laughs> And like, Jeez. and the dude was like, what do you want to like, do, do you think that I like, 
do you think I'm beautiful or something? I was like, no, I bet you smell horrible. I just, it's just your personality. It seems <laughs> so cool. Man. Like, so yeah, that was my little Overwatch flame war. What a good story to date. Hey guy, hey podcast listeners, you guys want to hear about my experience playing a shooter game today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, <laughs> That's what, what our collective audience sounds like. It's the yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. <sighs> All right, Bradley, where can we find you online? We both we both realize, okay, we got we to gotta yeah, call it here. This we got to call this it is here. Done. We're done. I, uh, thank you. You're first. All righty. Uh, you can find my animation work at youtube.com backslash Hank Farr. You can watch our, although it is definitely not Christmas, by the time we're recording it, it's not. So by the time this comes out, it's definitely not going to be Christmas. Mm -hmm. You can watch our Christmas special well, that we be. made. It turned out real good. It could be. Yeah, you could be listening to it way later. Yeah. And it's Christmas. So you can watch that. Uh, you or can you also could be listening my... to it earlier. So true. <laughs> so, so true. You could See. be listening to it really anytime that you feel like, because you're, you're a free person to, to do, listen to what you want. Um... Mm -hmm. And then you can find my Lego hobbyist work at Faraway Bricks on Instagram. Bradley, what about you? Where can, where can we find you? You can find me at Bradley with an E on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, the other ones, Letterboxd, and that's it. Uh, you can also go to Brad.Roxasy. Yeah, that's all of them. You can go to Brad.Roxasy, everything I've ever done, ever. Uh, recently, I made a website called uh, DoesAmericaHaveAGovernment.com. Uh, because, spoiler alert, we didn't have a speaker of a house for a couple of days, and then <laughs> I had to update that right when, like, I got the domain the day McCarthy was elected. So it was, kind of, it was kind of a bummer. I thought Man. it was going to go on for a little bit longer, but... Hey, you can use it for government shutdowns. I was going to say, I'm going to keep it for government shutdowns. So if you're yeah. ever curious if the U.S. has a government or not, you can go to doesamericahaveagovernment.com, and it'll tell you just straight yes or no. Bradley's got you covered. Yeah. Or if you, or you, you could do that. And I should probably preface that with, and you don't have to do one or the other. You can review this podcast. No good ideas. Anywhere you can review podcasts, uh, preferably Spotify and Apple podcast. Uh, you can also follow us at no good ideas pod on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, and YouTube, but it's youtube.com slash at no good ideas pod. Cause that's just the way they do it. But you can also change. just look up No Good Ideas Podcast and you'll find it easily. Um, and Hank, uh, let's end this episode, but I'll ask you a question. What's next week's episode about? Yeah. Yeah.